Like I get to travel over the whole U.S., see people that are close to me, see agents meet up with like you and the Shans and Andrews. Like I get to go all over the U.S. and I can sell everywhere. The, the fastest thing to, to create complacency is success. There's so many good people that have all built massive businesses a different way. No doubt. So you got to let people run. Thank you for joining us on our Family First Life Tri-State Serve the People podcast. We appreciate you tuning in, spending your time to develop and grow with us. Follow us, please, on all our social media platforms at Family First Life Tri-State or FFL Tri-State. We love you. Keep listening. And I hope this information is serving you across the country. All right, everybody, thank you for jumping on with us for our Family First Life Tri-State Training Day podcast. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I got my man Easton Patton, board member of FFL Disruption, superstar Hall of Fame producer who's produced massive numbers year in and year out since he started here. And uh, we are excited to have you by ways of the Colorado Rockies out of Colorado Springs here in New Jersey today in studio, helping us out with a bunch of things today including this podcast, do some BOM stuff later, but we're excited to have you, man. How you doing, buddy? Man, right now, I couldn't be better. It was an awesome trip in. You guys have been great so far, so, man, it's been an awesome day. Happy to have you, buddy. Um, we got plenty to talk about. I mean, you guys are out there um, helping a bunch of families every single month. You've got a massive agency with rock star producers doing rock star things. Um, on your climb up, and I, I'd love to know a little bit about some of the stuff that's going into this. Um, the last few months, you know, when you're looking at your deal, what are some of the things you're putting in place to kind of get the pop you guys are starting to experience? You know, I think a, a huge part of this is communication top down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we is an awesome discussion that we were kind of having this morning. <clears throat> just talking about empowering your leaders and your agents to do they're they're coming over here to be independent contractors so you know pouring that belief like however you want to run at this thing you there's a hundred ways to be successful here mm-hmm. <laughs> I you love know? the way you say that <clears throat> so I think figuring out like what are they what are they really looking for so that we can empower them to accomplish what it is that they are here to do Correct. you know that's that's the one of the hardest things about what we do because there's so much potential to crush it here no doubt you know when when you see that you want that for everybody yeah so learning how to steer that a little bit has mm-hmm. been great you know mm-hmm. making some uh, staff adjustments yeah. um, upping our marketing every single month love it you know we're just trying to move 100 miles an hour appropriately <laughs> so that we're building it the right way <laughs> i love it dude well let's talk about it man let's talk about you know easton the producer who's just you know been out there slaying it year in and year out you know what was your best year how many families did you help uh, last year, twenty one nine hundred and forty. <laughs> last year, nine hundred. That's like double the Hall of Fame. Um, a little bit more than double Hall of Fame. So nine hundred and forty families helped in the calendar year. Um, let's talk about that mindset. What is it? What goes into saying in January of twenty twenty one? I want to. I, I want to have this kind of year that wasn't a mistake so what goes into that mindset wise what goes into that from a production lead just overall piece in the producer well I think it you know I'm super fortunate to be surrounded by the people that I am you know like I've got I've got to watch Zach Twardowski from when he was a VP coming off of his first year Hall of Fame to having helping 700 plus families in a year and getting to his integrity so 
making sure that I'm communicating with the right people that can actually help me, you know, kind of take it to the level that I want to from a production standpoint. No doubt. So calendar was massive. You know, I, I always had a, a pretty big belief in, in myself, like, hey, if I was willing to do the work and I was coachable and I was talking to the right people, you know, wh- why would, you know, these Zachs or the Steves or the Robs, mm-hmm. like, why why them and not me? Right. You know, so that, that belief part has to come first. And I was coming off of my, what had been my best year so far, and kind of bumping into Jake Conan along that same timeline. Yeah. We just said, hey, well, you know, what, can, what do you think we can truly get done if we run at this together as hard mm-hmm. as we can? Wow. Um, buttoning down that calendar was huge. You know, like you said, it's not, a, it's not an accident or a mistake. So when you have these hiccups or the stuff that, because everybody's got family stuff that comes yeah, up, right? Sure. Personal, business, whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got something. But if you can have some kind of plan to begin with, right? So like, what is my 30, 60, or 90? Be adaptable to your schedule. Like you've got to be able to have something come at you, and know, hey, I, I'm ready for this. You know, if I if I yeah. can't run this weekend, dude, I'll get my 40 appointments in Sunday through Wednesday. No big deal. Got it. You know, whatever that is for you. But being prepped and prepared, you can't be shy about investing in yourself and in leads, man. No That's doubt. you know that is the bloodline of our business. Hmm. So having a calendar, being flexible, reaching out to the right people making sure that you're linking up with people who have been where you wanted to, you know, having conversations with the Steves and the Robs and these guys that have hit the marks we're aiming at. Mm. Like, how did you guys do it? What did right. you do that was unique? And then pulling little things from all of them. You know, that's what we're talking mm. about, the hundred ways. Right. You know, I want a little something from everyone that I can kind of learn so that I can pick the stuff that fits me the best. Got it. Schedule lead flow. It has to be a non-negotiable week to week. Wow. So what if you have someone that we were talking to a guy earlier today, looked like he was negotiating you know the price the cost of admission mm. you know when you're talking to an agent that's looking like they're negotiating the cost of admission you say you have to be willing to invest in yourself it's non-negotiable what would you say to them i would like to look at you know what are you putting in and what are you getting out and the the cool thing about getting to work with wetmore so much when i was brand new in the business is the dude's a numbers a numbers guy freak right unreal with numbers <laughs> so if you're like hey i'm I'm doing X and getting this result. Like, dude, what if you double down on yourself, triple down on yourself? Mm. Do you think the triple results would follow? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's the biggest piece of encouragement that I can ever, you know, give somebody is like, let's let's go through the numbers. Let's see, you know, dials, leads, et cetera. Like, what are you good at? What do you struggle with? And then, hey, I, maybe I don't have the answers, but maybe Mark will or Andrew will or Zach will or John. I mean, there's so right. many people that can help. <laughs> but I want to know what you're most afraid of. Like you're, you're grinding 10, 12 hours a day and you won't double down <laughs> on yourself. That's, that's, you're already doing the hardest part, right. which is the work, <laughs> the volume of work, you know, like that's the biggest thing that's, it's, you can't really teach people how to do 10 to 12 hours a day. These guys that are already doing that and trying to scoot by minimally, like they could quadruple their results if they would pour into themselves wow. and have that piece of belief. Facts. I watch you do that. Um, as the years have gone by, you've continued to invest in yourself in all ways, right? I mean, we start as trying to become confident producers, which you far have exceeded, and and then you want to start building an agency. You have witnessed the different levels of building an agency, from VP to EVP to board member. Things change a little bit throughout that process. Talk to us a little bit about what it's like scaling from you yourself and some of the things that a new agent would want to start putting together to get themselves in a position to start building and then what it looks like at different levels and the ways that you as a leader need to continue to adapt and grow and change to bring out the best fruit inside the people in your group. 
Yeah, so to kind of take a step back to that first piece, when you're when you're a brand new agent, let's say that you're kind of, hey, I'm picking up this production thing and maybe I don't want to do this till I'm 89 and a half. Like, what's my plan? <laughs> so we didn't we didn't really have a big budget when you're a brand new agent, right? I'm trying to figure out how do I recruit people. Well, dude, if you got got our whole group, 98 and a half percent warm market. Wow. Like almost everybody, they're either my direct warm market or they we hired one person or Jake or an Andy or someone and we found somebody and we used their warm market to come on. Like everybody knows somebody that's looking to make a slight financial adjustment or a permanent one or a huge one. Like there's people all over the US trying to do that. So if we're having a conversation, you know, it's free to share what you're doing. <laughs> it doesn't cost money to like post like, hey, you know, one of my favorite parts of this job for me, especially the last two years, is like I got to travel and run business. Oh, I personally love that part. No doubt. You know, I get that it's some time away from home, but I loved it. So I shared that everywhere. Like I get to travel over the whole U.S., see people that are close to me, see agents meet up with like you and the Sean's and Andrews. Like I get to go all over the U.S. Hmm. and I can sell everywhere. Right. I love that. So That's I wanted awesome. to share that everywhere. Like, dude, I get to travel and do my job <laughs> as much as I do or don't want to. Mm. So why not share the parts that you love about the job? If you love sitting in front of people, you love sitting on the beach and doing telesales, whatever it is, like mm -hmm. just share that stuff. It's free. Right. Um, and you never know who you're going to attract. There's a there's eight million stories of the people that came over here that I would never in a million years thought that people that I grew up with would want to do this wow. ever. You know, guys that came, they were doing like one of my good buddies, Johnny, was he was in the oil fields for 11 years straight, 3.30 in the morning, 45 below zero in the weather outside, <laughs> away from his kids and family, you know, and now he comes over here, he's helping 40 to 50, you know, families a month, dude, and wow. he, he has no experience in sales or communication, like none, <laughs> you know, he's in the fields, bro, so, you know, just sharing what you're doing, so if you're brand new and you're like, I don't even know where to start, just start. You have to start sharing something. Hmm. I think it's the easiest way. And then asking the people that you know um, that are close to you, uh, maybe they're in sales, maybe they're in a door-to-door, -door, or just people are not as happy as they put out on social media a lot of times hmm. um, with their situation. I've got this amazing corporate job making 50 a year. It's a really weird sentence, you know, because <laughs> it's a lot of work, a lot of work and grind. So just reach out to say, hey, have you have you thought about trying to maybe just start part-time, a little side hustle? Mm -hmm. Like you said, uh Hey, would an extra 500 bucks to a thousand bucks a week, do you think that could potentially help your family a little right. bit? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to, this is not a 90 hours a week or bust thing, right. you know, like find the people <laughs> that are looking a for a little, a little change. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where, <clears throat> that's where I would start. That was the, that's what's brought almost, you know, like I said, you know, 90 plus percent of the guys that we work with came from either something I had shared or the guys on our team had shared and people were interested. They wanted more info. No doubt. So, so you got to start there. How does it feel when you start getting that momentum? Oh, man. And, you know, you're traveling the country. You're jumping on calls. You're helping your team. Your team's growing. You have, you're have duplicating producers. People are bringing people in. And you start getting to, you know, SVP. 300 families a month on average. How does that feel like? It's like the most rewarding feeling ever when it starts to click a little bit. And it, the clicking individual stuff is gratifying like right away for a little while. But then that's, okay, I get it. You know, I can pick up a handful of policies whenever I go out. I got it. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't feel the same as 
having a team of people come together as a unit that are all looking to change lives. Mm-hmm. You know, once and once you have that, I mean, you really do feel like you're on top of the mountain. Hmm. You know, you have all the steam and momentum in the world, and you know, it's funny. You feel like it's never going to go anywhere. Like, you know, I've got so much moving right now. <laughs> There's not a shot. I, this isn't going to be forever. I've said that for. <laughs> I said that in so many seasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, big one. Um, you know, part of the. Just not. I've never been in business before. You know, I, I certainly haven't run an insurance agency or been a part of one before. So having the understanding the concept of what happens when you're trying to scale a large business over time, you know, you can't move the needle 460 percent every 12 months. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, so when you have that momentum, hold on to it as long as you can. And when you can feel it slip, you've got to reach out to figure out like, hey, I'm in a much different phase of my business. What do I need to change? Right. Um, one of the one of the greatest conversations that we've had recently was just talking about that adaptability. You know, when you're, some people need a lot of guidance really early mm-hmm. and then, then they're ready to take over their own thing and kind mm-hmm. of establish like, hey, I, you know, I wouldn't mind giving this a crack and seeing if I can do it my way. Correct. And you just got to let them roll. Yeah. You know, there's so many good people that have all built massive businesses a different way. No doubt. So you got to let people run. Absolutely. Um, big, you know, big learning lesson for us for sure. And listen, at the uh, you know when you're thinking about putting down foundations, understanding like the foundations have cracks, you know, foundations gel a certain way, foundations move a certain way, you know. But at the end of the day, all you're really trying to do is create a bunch of small foundations, and they're all gonna mold, they're all gonna gel and set in the way they gel and set in, and that's why even in a cookie cutter neighborhood, every single house is different. Because, dude, they've all got different foundations. They all have different scents when you walk in. They all have different things on the walls. They all have, you know, different paint colors. So at the end of the day, these men and women, these people that your business partners that you work with, they all have their own way of thinking, and that's God-ordained, and it's okay. Because, and that took me forever to figure out. Forever, because it's like we're all like we're all here, one team, one goal, one mission, one mind. That is absolutely the way to build, run a championship organization for one season, one season. But the next season, you've got new problems, you've got different egos, you've got different success. Success, the the fastest thing to to create. Um, complacency is success. That's the fastest thing because it goes to the head. It goes to the mind. It makes people think they're doing better than they think they are. They're doing greater than they actually are. And sometimes you need to be humbled. I've been humbled plenty of times doing this business because people are going to tell you. And I think so when you empower those foundations to kind of decorate their own house they have the ability to say it's mine just like your house you want you you and your wife want your house to to be what you want your house can you imagine someone coming to your house and saying dude why isn't this on that wall you'd be like dude can you leave (laughs) can you get out of my house bro i'm literally over here trying to live my life and you're over here trying to tell me where to put my pictures weird (laughs) (laughs) so it's like 
we have an opportunity to be to come alongside people and empower their ideas and their creation and their color and their pictures. And that's probably the most normal slash encouraging slash empowering way to do it. it. Took me forever to learn that, but when I did, bro, game changing. Because it allowed for people to have the freedom to have thought, mind, speech, all of it, which is what this the country we're in. Why would I I'm I'm, I'm gonna violate the Constitution? I mean like <laughs> At the end of the day, dude, we're just trying to empower people. So you're doing that. Now, from 300 families to 1,000 families, that's a different beast, yes? I mean, you have to change some of the things you're doing. Now, you gave me a number earlier. You said we, you went from X to X in how much time? 12 months. Give me the numbers. How many families? Um, 300 families to 1,400 families in 12 months. I mean, that's significant growth. So that's 1,100 families a month in a 12-month time period. Dude, now when it happens that fast, sometimes you don't even catch the things you should be changing, right? Because somehow some some beast came in and said, get out of my way. I'm kicking the door in, right? <clears throat> and sometimes you're watching it and say, we probably need to. And you're guiding and you're, sh- how did it look, how did it look for, for you in FFL Disruption? You know, it was a. Uh probably like a humongous blessing and a curse simultaneously, you know, cause it, it felt we were on this, you know, nine, nine to 10 month streak where it didn't feel like we were going to ever hire somebody or recruit somebody to come in that wasn't going to go and want to eat 50 plus families a month. You Got know it. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. It, Which was we, a good thing. That was a blessing. That was part of the blessing. Yes. That's great. Yes. And I think, you know, the and I wouldn't even call it a curse because I think the whole the whole process has got it has to be a blessing you know you have to take it like Amen. that. Amen. Good. Um, it's really good. Not not thinking that that was ever going to change was extremely naive, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit. So, yeah. w- and it's it's hard not to to want to change anything when everything that you've been executing is going exactly how you could ever dream that it's going to go. Yeah. Um, I think understanding the concept of, again, when you go from this small to medium and then you're trying to scale a large business, like it's, you can't, you can't be in the 400% growth range for eternity. You know, (laughs) no one that I've ever seen. No, it's true. Um, So not being prepared for that, you know, and, and making adjustments sooner. um, It's something that we gotta, we gotta work on changing every single day, to be honest, you know, and really that's why we're, you know, having these high, le- high level conversations with all the top guys at, at Family First Life because I want to know, hey, when you hit this, what did you change? Yeah. Like it, when you went through this, because everybody's gone through something with oh, the yeah. building. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a, a hundred ways to build it and a hundred ways to screw it up, and almost everyone's tried all. So <laughs> you know, I want to know that. <laughs> that's, what that a, is. that's for certain, brother. So I think, you know, we're really fortunate to be here where you can start calling and reaching out and getting like very high level conversations with tons of people that have been through it already. You know, so when we were in that really fast build, you know, we were talking, I, f- I felt like we were like on our way to Everest and we were trying to find <laughs> something taller, you know, because it was going so quick um, and not not knowing what to what to change because we when yeah. we were doing X, it worked. All right. So what what would I change? Right. You know, and That's then good. now we've got a bunch of different personalities that are all killing it that are right. ready to do their own thing. And I don't know how to let them do that. Got it. The good news is, is that. You know, you guys are freaking killing it. You know, the biggest lie that I've ever heard is you went from 
300 families to 1.4 families in a month and 12 months and you're not killing it that's a lie um you guys are killing it and business requires constant adjustments a lot of times you don't know what to adjust until it's past time to adjust it unless you're seeking wise counsel or unless you've been through it enough times that the pattern recognition catches up and allows you to see into the future or have that vision that's what we're all aiming for but dude if you haven't been in business a long time it's not this is nothing this is fly by night now you know what i mean so at the end of the day it's repetition on top of repetition on top of repetition, on top of conversation with an agent, conversation with staff, similar comments. Like the pattern recognition of conversations with staff, I've done it so many times, I can see it. But without that, well, I don't know. what do I, But for me, I'm always like, you know, if I haven't done it or we haven't done it a lot, I go, look, I'm learning this too. Let's learn together. Because if I can be transparent, then I can buy grace. Because what, what do you want me to do? Act like I know everything? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Don't. I'm sorry doesn't work. I mean, so at the end of the day, we're just trying to grow everybody I just day in and day out, dude. Season by season, conflict resolution by conflict resolution, you know, and trying to figure out what people need, what people want, how we can help. When you think about this, the way we view the fourth quarter, you know, where it's September when Life Insurance Awareness Month, so we try to bring as much awareness to, to this as we can. But when we look at this final trimester, Moving into the fourth quarter. Talk to me, baby. You've heard this many times. It's the biggest quarter of the year every year, and it never fails, and it doesn't change. It's always massive. And to take a step back, like be itch. Every, I heard a, an awesome quote, and I'm, I don't know the exact words, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to blow, but the concept was if, if it's never hard, it's not worth it. Wow. Ever. You know, so if if we weren't going through a time where we had to make adjustments dude it is fourth quarter time baby it's the best mm. part of the year it's I the know. most it's the most enjoyable part of the year um people are thinking about their family way more the last quarter of the year than they are the rest of the year That's true. maybe with the exception of easter right but you know we got thanksgiving and christmas back to back so people are around their loved ones they're, they're thinking about them relentlessly mm-hmm. and you've also got people that are going to need a little extra so they can give back more to their family this year. No doubt. So it's the best time to recruit people and the best time to get in front of families, whether that's virtually or in person. No um, it is It is my favorite part of the year because you can really set yourself up for a tidal wave of momentum that's going crazy. next year, dude. It really is crazy. I don't know how it was, but you said it. I mean, you know, back to school, right? You know, it sets, it, it draws a line. These kids getting on these yellow buses, it draws a line with lunch boxes and a book bag. Draws a line. It says, "Hey, playtime's over." For some reason, but I'm in because I need. We need this <laughs> in this in this life. Playtime's over, so that means everyone's gearing up. And what I like to say is, there's no holiday after Labor Day. There's no holiday. It's the only time of the year from Labor Day to Thanksgiving. You have this two and a half month ripping period of just playtime's over and (laughs) there's no excuses there's no excuses for the clients there's no excuses for the agents if you want to make up your own excuses god bless you i won't join you but i'm ripping it you know and i'm driving so much momentum through thanksgiving in the in the christmas you said it people around their families it is go time plus there there are year-end numbers that people want to hit so it dry, so you have 
you know, people that have goals, that have set goals that are like, oh, snap. I'm either ahead or I'm behind. I'm on track. I want to blow through the goal. I want to empower my people to make their goals bigger. And all of a sudden, everyone is laser focused and locked in on the program at hand, which is the fourth quarter, baby. (laughs) Games are won in the fourth quarter. Easton, give a annual convention shout out, and we'll wrap this thing up. So, annual convention is always the point of the year that really kickstarts the going into that next quarter of momentum. Mm-hmm. So, if you have not registered con- for convention, make sure you do that asap. Um, send it to everybody that you know. If they're not in it, if they are in it, they've got to get there. The people that are speaking there are unbelievable, brand new agents and you know special guest speakers, etc. It's going to be unreal. It's the always the time of the year that I come back from. And it's a like a re-empowerment phase. And it's, mm-hmm. it is, a, what is it, three, three, four days of just yeah. absolute heaven of learning as much <laughs> as you can. So convention, February, back in Miami, mm-hmm. do not miss it. No it's doubt. always my favorite part of the year. Dude, think about this. Think about uh, the Florida Marlins Stadium where, we had, where we're having it this year again. But when you say it's a heaven of learning, dude, it's not just from stage. The amount of one-on-one conversations or the small group ciphers that are created where you're listening and learning from people that are doing it in addition to stage, it's like it's like a, an MBA in business in four days. <laughs> Why would you spend two years on a hundred grand when you can do when you can do it for free in four days? <laughs> Everybody wants time and money. All right, I'm giving you it. Time and money. You got time and money. Free four days. Annual convention. Listen, Easton, man. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. You are the man. Thank you for coming in, pouring in, and giving back to us, man. We we love you so much, man. Thank you for being a guest on the show. Hey, I, I really appreciate you having me, and it's been awesome so far. Pumped for tonight. Training day, baby. Easton Pat and FL disrupted. God bless. Yeah.